أعوذ بالله من الشيطان اللين الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين وهو خير الناصر المعين ثم الصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعليه الطيبين الطاهرين أما بعده just wanted to clear up some of the things that I had mentioned from our last uh, meeting or last discussion of the tafsir of Suratul Infitar verses uh, 6 to 12. I had repeated a few things about the importance of amal and niyyah, the intention and the action. So I wanted to clarify some of those things inshallah and this coming Wednesday again in the evening we will continue with Suratul Infitar uh, verses 13 all the way to verses 19. Finish that surah and the week after with the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we will continue to uh, surah number 83. Some thoughts on the importance of niyyah and what is the difference between niyyah which is the intention and then a'mal which is action and then aqiba which is the result of that action in basic islamic thought walaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh now niya is intention to perform something to do something to enter into another state of being okay to come closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is intention. Intention is before we begin the action. Intention is before we begin the action so that we come into a state of being which is closer to Allah subhanahu, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for example, in fiqh, in Islamic law, intention is very important. Niyyah is very important. Every action must be preceded by the niyyah or the intention. Before you perform salat, before you perform your wudu, before you perform your ghusl, the intention is very important. And what is the, the suffix at the end of the intention? Qurbatan ilallah, to seek closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to seek proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is every intention should be for that reason, should be for that goal, should be for that end result, which is seeking closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That intention is important. As we go about our day, as we go about our movements, as we go about our busy life, whatever it is that we're doing, studying, working, eating, going to fulfill our needs, drinking water, right? all these everyday mundane things should be preceded by the right niyyah and the right intention, which is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is to seek proximity and closeness to that one creator that is the niyyah that we should have and the intention that we have the second thing is those actions that we perform they may not be perfect they may not be complete but the intention is what is accompanying that action you see the action might be imperfect salat prayer you're praying fajr prayer Alhamdulillah, now the nights are long, in the summer the nights are short, and we are also sometimes fasting, the month of Ramadan is moving. But when we perform the Fajr prayer, we are to be intentional that this is for the sake of Allah, that we are performing this prayer, interrupting our sleep, standing up, performing the ablution in this cold, and then performing the Salat and the prayer. The Prophet of Allah, Muhammad al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, he said 
The Prophet of Allah, he said that surely actions in the mal a'mal, those actions are accompanied by the intention. So the intention that we have, okay, in the mal a'mal bin niyat, actions are judged by their intentions. Actions are not judged by the perfection or the completion or the delivery of that action. Because if God judged us upon our actions, right, then we, we would be in trouble. Maybe our two rakah prayer in the morning is full of thoughts of the night before or of the day that is to come. But if we made our intention that this prayer is for the sake of God, is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then our intention is pure. And we perform that action to the best of our capacity. How do we clean our intention for the sake of God? How do we make it purely for the sake of God? We need to think. We need to use both the heart for presence and the mind for knowledge. Islam encourages the use of both of these. That you use your heart to have ikhlas. Ikhlas is to empty the heart of anything except God. To empty the heart for anything except for the worship of God. For proximity for Allah. Not to show off to anybody else. Not to do anything else. But to perform something solely for the sake of Allah and not for anybody else. That is what the niyyah and the intention should be to begin with. And that is not easy. That does not happen overnight. Because we become habituated to performing something. We say it's a ritual, let's do this. Let's perform our salat, our prayer, read the Quran and go on. But pause each time. And make the intention, why are, you doing, why are you doing this? Why are you waking up in the night, in the, in the winter, and performing your ablution and praying? For who? For the sake of which being? For the sake of gaining proximity to whom? So make that intention. Remove any other intention because then what happens is this is how shaitan enters into the heart. That shaitan says, okay, you are performing this action. Do it for this person. Do it to show off to this person. See how good of a person you are. The self, the nafs, the human nafs. Okay? In the nafs, as the Quran says, that the nafs and the soul is calling toward evil. It's calling toward self-fulfillment instead of worshipping God. So then, what happens is, you must cleanse your niya. And as we go about our week, inshallah, from Monday onward, let us try to cleanse our niyyah only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, everyone else is horizontally there with us on the same plane of existence. Our family, our co-workers, our colleagues, they're all there. But vertically, we are doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's one. Then the second thing is the performance of the action itself, which is the amal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allah will take you to account upon what your hearts have earned. What have your hearts earned? What have your hearts achieved through all this worship and prayer that you did, all this charity and zakat and khums and hajj and pilgrimage and all, this, all these things that you did for the sake of God, for others. What have you achieved? What has What have your hearts achieved? And the heart of the Hakim, the heart of the one that has hikmah or wisdom, is, is where his tongue is, or that person's tongue is, one hadith says. That means the wise person speaks from the heart. The wise person begins to speak from the heart. 
and not from anywhere else. That the intention is where that action begins in the heart, and then it moves into the limbs and into uh, realization into the world. And lastly, it is the aqibah. How was the end result of the people before you, the Egyptians, others? They built pyramids, they built big palaces, they carved homes out of rocks, for example. That is what they did. And they achieved things that you cannot achieve today, even with the technology you have, for example. Or you still do not know how did the people before you achieve those things that they did. What was their end result? They, per they perished, or they vanished, or they disappeared from this earth. They left this earth. They had to go. And they had to answer for their actions and what they did in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the day of Qiyamah, on the day of resurrection, they will stand before Him and give account of what they did. So your actions are not going to last if you do it for the world, but they are going to last if you do it for God, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your actions will last completely if you do it for the sake of Him. And the end result is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and no one else. That means the acceptance of your action is based on your intention. First, if you did it for God, He will accept it no matter how that action is. No matter at what level that action is. But you might have performed the action perfectly and your intention might be for someone else. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you did this for someone else. You performed your prayer and your hajj and your good deeds and your charity for somebody else. Go seek from that person, not for me, because you did it for them. So, mu'mineen, mu'minat, please let us try this week. This is time, beautiful time of winter, of reflection, finding the cover of the night. Finding that cover of the night to reflect. Do they not reflect? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. So let us find time to reflect on ourselves, on our intentions, and inshallah try to purify them for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we will rejoin again for the tafsir and the commentary of Surah 82 in a few days. And I leave you in peace. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.